Sean Moses is a musician based in St. Louis. He can play the bass and guitar with his teeth and behind his back. He's also a music teacher and a part of multiple bands. He plays guitar for Mammoth Piano and guitar for another band. Am I right? Trap, the Trap Band. The Trap Band. We also, Trap Band, we kind of like a, like a hired gun type of band. So we back different artists. Current artists, two artists that we're back, and we're back in uh, Lakes the Voice, and we also back in uh, Draco. Shout out to Draco. Also, play bass with uh, Midwest Avengers as well. But yeah, how y'all doing today? Good. Happy to have you here. Doing pretty good. Happy to have you. <laughs> I feel like it should. It's worth noting somewhere that. We've been trying to start this forever now, but Moses has been cracking us the hell up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, um, there's challenges, but there's also a lot of rewards to having a pop podcast. A podcast, if you will. A podcast, pop, pop. Okay, alright, alright. You see, you see? Yeah. Lots of puns. Joint hypothesis, two scientist donors. One city. Yep. So, um, speaking of music, I feel like we should get straight into that. I mean, I've seen a couple of your shows at this point, and you be playing, like, you be playing, playing. So, how long, first off, how long have you been playing? Like, is there a story for how you got into this? Like, what's the deal? I mean, I told you, but I'll say it again, you know. Um, We'll cut that out. (laughs) No, just keep it. Like, just keep it organic. But, uh, yeah, I've been playing uh, since I was 14, so I'd say about 15 years. It's getting close to 16. It was uh, I started playing bass when I was 14. My middle school, we had a jazz band. It was uh, Central Metal in Review District. Same old shit. But, uh, yeah, it was funny. Um, most of the class, it was mainly, like, woodwind instruments, and then we had, like, couple of percussionists and a drummer no guitars no bass I, I saw it was like a you know a wide opportunity I'm like, hey, you know what I want some music I want to play something so I went up to the teacher and I was like hey can you can can I join jazz band and he was just like if you got you a bass I was like bet two weeks later I came with a bass but you know learned a lot from there like you know just having the confidence to just get up on stage because like I was a nervous kid when I was young <laughs> like really nervous but um did that for a little while and then high school started my first rock band it was called Mundane oh nice we still got a couple of YouTube uh clips on uh of us performing and then after y'all, that, had, y'all had some soul your lead singer was definitely feeling it. Oh yeah, <laughs> we they still have passion. we still good friends to this day. My homie Rick. Do they perform? Nah, he gave up a long time ago. He actually pretty talented. You you can rap his ass off too. Mm. But you know he you know, he grown up. You know he he doing his he doing bigger things now. You know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see him time to time. Bigger things than high school band. Yeah. Funny thing, I, everybody, I was one that stuck with it. Everybody else kind of just went their own directions. But, you know, after that, we had a school talent show. We we was close to winning, but we didn't quite win. Then after that, went to a different high school, Central VPA High. I had a guitar class. And I felt like it low-key did kind of feel like, you remember that show, Fame? Or, it sounds not familiar. Not Fame, or, but it was about like a like a visual performance high school. It came out like in the 80s. Oh my goodness, I may know what you... Just go ahead and explain it. Like, it low-key kind of felt like that a little bit, but it still was like a regular-ass public school (laughs) at the same time. (laughs) It was kind of, it was kind of interesting, but yeah, stuck with it ever since, you know. Nice. And now you're just riding around the city, doing shows, traveling sometimes. Yeah, I do a little bit of traveling. I want to do more, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, especially, especially trap bands been get, keeping me busy. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, all three projects, but, you know, you got to stay busy somehow, you know? Right. And uh, speaking of music, is there a favorite album or a song or something like that that you prefer to smoke to? Mm. I got to think about that one. Mm. You know what? 
I know, I know. This is kind of recent though, but um, <laughs> this is a funny album name, but it's uh, "Shut the Fuck Up Talking to Me" by <laughs> Zach Fox. Like it's just like just reckless energy. But he got a song called "Fuck Around and Find Out," <laughs> and like the first line he said, "I'm in my what is it, '86 Buick, Buick, bust Anita Baker out of the '87 Buick." And I was just like, that's a whole vibe right there. <laughs> mm. And he got the title tone, which was the same thing. And he was just like, you with your dusty ass bitch running errands. Like, I'm just like, he just says off the wall shit. You're just like, but it goes at the same time. He a comedian too, mm. on top of being a rapper. Exactly. Yeah, Have you seen him in Abbott Elementary? No. So He's on her? So good. Yes, uh, he's there for like half like, of the episodes. He's like he's like one of them, one of them teachers. Like you like nigga. How are you a teacher? Like how? He he's actually the guest of the. He's like the boyfriend of the one of the teachers. Oh, okay, okay. And he's a musician, but he's purposefully bad in the show. I mean, he gets to perform, you know. If it. somebody give you drugs, punch him in the face. Like, that's what yeah, he was like, singing. Yeah, shit like, like that. Just like, it was like an anti-drug rally. And it was for, like, elementary schoolers. So, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't appropriate. But, hilarious. Absolutely love that show. Love Quinta Brunson. You got another song called Get Off My Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say dick in a podcast? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like right when we were first introduced, I feel like I would have guessed something completely different. Like something a bit more like, I guess you'd think of normally artsy. But then after like I'm talking to you for more than like 10 minutes and then like, you know, leading into now, I'm like not that that's the most, man. that's the most on brand answer that I could have, <laughs> that I could have possibly say, heard. Music I like to smoke to. Like, I got different moods when I listen to music. It depends, man. But that's the one that's like, I don't give a fuck energy. You saw Ultimate Energy. Yeah. There we go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So, what other artists do you like? I mean, as a musician, do you like mainly people within your own genre? I don't know. I listen to a whole bunch of different stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I go from, mm-hmm. like, you know, I play. Listen to house music, I listen to trap, I listen to metal, I listen to rock, I listen to R&B, I listen to funk, I listen to jazz. So like, mm-hmm. it, it just, it really like depends on the conversation, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, lately I've been on a, I've been on a Billy Idol kick. I ain't even gonna cap. Mm-hmm. He, got, he got some, he got some hits, mm-hmm. man. Rebel Yale. I have not listened. I have never listened to Billy Idol. I honestly like rock music is a very big blind spot for my Damn, I guess my music taste and yeah I feel like it's I feel like it's pretty unfortunate so do you have any recommendations to start out with what you what you trying to look for uh I guess things I've liked low-key okay I know this is embarrassing but like the roots of like any sort of rock taste I do have is from like rock band on like the Nintendo Wii like they the songs are on there yeah they do have a bunch of classics um but like I guess I'm trying to think of songs I liked from there. I really liked, um, I liked a lot of, I think I liked a lot of, like, Bon Jovi songs on there. Bon Jovi. Um, I, I remember... I find it funny now, though, like, that type of rock is cool now. Yeah. That's actually when I first heard of, like, Paramore, I think. What? Yeah. Black people too. love Paramore. Mm. Hey, no disrespect for it, but it wasn't my bag. Wow. Yeah. Huh. I wasn't really into, like, the emo rock that much. Like, I mean, I appreciate it now. Growing up, it was just like you know, but back then I was like, this shit sucks. Dang. I know it was kind of. Was it one of those one things where you're like, oh, I prefer hard rock or classic rock yeah, over that, some that elitist poppy bullshit. stuff? Yeah. Yeah, that's that elitist bullshit. <laughs> I had I had a little bit of that. Like it was funny. Like back in middle school, and high school, you know, everybody was listening to rock, rap and all that, or like emo stuff. I was listening to like eighties rock the whole time, like angsty. Not necessarily, ang- yeah. I guess you could say like Morrissey and the Smiths, like it's pretty angsty, but kind of like in a sad type of way. I used to love that shit back in middle school. I can't really listen to Morrissey now because I was just I don't want to be sad no more. But um, 
like bands like The Cure, mm-hmm. uh, Echo and the Bunny Man. I, I got to see them live. They was at the amphitheater, like I want to say, about five six years ago. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's a hundred degree, uh, over a hundred degrees that day, and the lead yeah. singer had like a fucking fall coat. Oh God. It was nighttime, but it still was hot. It still was humid. Yes. And this nigga almost passed out from the heat stroke. And the crowd, take off your jacket. And they had to end the show early. I was just like, I wasn't even disappointed. Because one, the ticket was free. Two, it was a band I never thought I would see in my life, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was just like, shit, fuck it. Yeah. Were they just that committed to the jacket? Or like, yeah, was it just I, like, I don't know, did it look cool or something? <laughs> They, they rocked out hard, though, but I, I don't know, man. It, it's still a mystery to me because it was hot as fuck. I'm like, you coming out here, like, this ain't the pageant, bro. You know, like, this is the amphitheater. This is outdoors. Like, you got to you gotta yeah. adjust to that. That's the point of the amphitheater. <laughs> but um, I also like bands like, you know, Queens of Stone Age was one of my favorites. Uh, growing up, like, my mom used to play Nirvana all the time when I was a kid. Mm. That's another band I'm like black people like. Yeah. Nirvana especially smells like Teen Spirit. <laughs> my friend left a CD of that in my car. <laughs> Ugh. Crazy. Small world. What about from St. Louis? I mean, you're based out of here. I know you do a lot of collaborations. So if you're from St. Louis and he doesn't say you, it's okay, y'all. But do you have a favorite local artist? Or somebody who's from here. I mean, there's a couple. Like, like the Knuckles, like, Love, Black Coffee, shout out to Black Coffee. Like, her and her guy, they fucking kill it. They performed uh, after us at uh, the Riverfront Times. They had uh, they had a show down at uh, the Golden Record. used to be called 2720. But, uh, I think it's right across the street right from Black street. Coffee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gotta get it, give it to my homies, the therapeutics. All 3,000 of them. They my niggas, niggas for life. <laughs> what, do, what do you mean by 3,000? What's the. It was a big collective. Well, uh... it, but it's, um, it's run by my homie, uh, Just Rich. Dope, dope artist in his own right. Kind of dirty on the pop, on the, uh, Pokemon. Like, this nigga collects everything Pokemon and flip it. Ooh. Is he still making Pokemon Go? Is that I, thing I, still? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he's still. He's, that game is still. That Pokemon game never died. Huge right now. It's it it never it's died. Honestly, it's gotten bigger. Have you guys been playing it? Nah, uh, not as much reason. <laughs> not as much. Well, the reason why, because like it would drain my battery so fast. Like I'll play it for like about an hour. I start with eighty five percent. Next thing you know, I'm at twenty. I'm just like, I got to play it. Yeah, like the app or whatever like the pokedex yeah it just keeps getting like keeps getting like bigger like he's basically bringing in all the new generations and making it like ah. yeah, it like, started off with gen one like back in 2016 but then like they just added them all each year to add like a different generation in there and it's like how many pokemon generations out there now i think the ninth one is the one that's coming ninth? out now yeah i felt like it was more really yeah. i mean they do like remakes like in between yeah. or like kind of like kind of not um, new generation games like in, on the off years. Yeah, like they like, make the remake of like yeah. they just made remakes of Diamond and Pearl. And I remember yeah. when that fucking first came out. Cause like after they made Diamond and, and Pearl, like, they remade it the second gen, Gold and Silver, and now mm-hmm. Gold and Silver was my favorite generation. Mm. That's one of the only ones I haven't played, or Generation <sighs> Two, yeah. Yeah, that's when it, like it, it felt like two games in one because you go back to Canto oh, after yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember. I don't know if it's worth going. You got off a tangent. More shout outs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my homie, uh, Lee Lethal, aka Lethal. She fucking kills it with the poetry. She good vibe too, and she like heavy in the into the marijuana community too in St. Louis. Oh. Uh, well, be nice to meet them. Put me on. Put me on. Yeah, yeah. Um. Who else? My boy Lando, my boy Lex the Voice, my boy Draco, uh, all the crew in Midwest Avengers, my homegirl Nene, Man Piano. You know, I gotta say my people too. 
For real, man. Can't be the rider. She the homie, you know. Uh, Chevy the rider. With Ken folk. Will they be having their open mics on Mondays? Fucking kill it. So, I mean, I can't think of any more name, but I know it's more on that list, but. So many. Yeah, so many. Yeah. Ever since I moved here, I've noticed it's a very big music city. It's a very big art city. Like, there's always somebody to see, something to hear. Yeah. One of the things I appreciate about St. Louis. So, could we actually get into St. Louis culture? Because if I'm not wrong, you're you're raised here, correct? Born and raised. Born and raised, right? So, St. Louis is, is interesting. Um, something about it draws me in. But I don't necessarily think that it's uh, it draws everybody in, you know. So what type of person do you think it takes to live in St. Louis? Man, that's a good ass question. Uh huh. You can't be a faint. You can't be a faint of heart because like weird shit happens every day. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the most ignorant shit, man. Like like bad driving. Oh my god. <laughs> Not only bad driving, fucking potholes, man. Oh, my God. I have to change my struts twice on my car because these streets, man. I swear. Got a flat the other day just because of a pothole. Literally drove in the city for the first time earlier today and just... Bah, 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 bah. All over the place. what you drive? Uh, oh, Hyundai, my Hyundai Elantra. Elantra, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I felt just... every single... <laughs> Bitch, if you're using the Jeep, you still feel that shit. Fuck these potholes, man. They're doing all this construction, but it don't look like they do shit. You know what? I think that's why I like it here, because Pittsburgh is the exact same way. Tons of very deep potholes, and there's a ton of construction always going on, and we don't see anything get completed, just that shit don't the get lake close. <laughs> just the close very lane. Fa- very familiar. Yeah, right? Shit don't get fixed. And then, like, they put these damn metal plates on the streets. Uh, oh, yeah, that's something that's characteristically St. Louis. What do those cover up? Nothing. All they do is mess up your tire. Like, it's that's the cover cool. up the that's pothole, cool. but it in itself is a pothole. I see, yeah, yeah. I mean, now that I think about it, they are really all just on, like, the right side, too. Mm-hmm. The, right, the side you're supposed to be driving on. Well, here well, you can do whatever you want. Maybe that's what it is. Everybody turn left. makes everybody drive in the left lane. Just oh everybody God. starts like in the back of their mind driving a bit faster, a bit more reckless. You know, since I've been here, this is the only place in the world, and I've been to like fifteen countries. The only place in the countries? world okay. that like I have seen somebody turn left from the right lane at a red light. <laughs> That is some St. Louis ass shit right there. I mean, like, three violations in one. (laughs) And the cops don't be giving a fuck. No, because they'll go after you and do the same thing. (laughs) Like, when I see it, I'm like, I don't know, we gotta come up with a name for it because it is very St. Louis. That is some St. Louis shit, man. But, you I know. feel like everywhere has like their own kind of characteristic of like bad drivers. As far I mean, I can only really, only really speak for the DMV, <laughs> but like Northern Virginia, especially like like people just literally not use their turn signals and oh, that shit is so irritating. I remember I've literally seen like I literally verbally freaking exclaimed because I saw somebody change or three people back to back to back change lanes without turn signals. And then me so saw the next easy. person. You just... Yeah, I don't know. But like, yeah, it's just like different flavors throughout the DMV. I feel like in Maryland, it's more like kind of similar to St. Louis where people just drive reckless. (laughs) Hopefully legal. Well, I don't know if I care about legal because, you know, MJ's not legal. MJ's good. We love MJ. But the driving. All-time classic, man. What was that? I'm one of the best singers. I'm one of the best-looking motherfuckers of all time. Still ain't catch it. Damn. Yeah, I'm sorry. Who? Spoil us. I'm Rick James, bitch. Come on, man. Ah. Ah. Well, yeah, it's all that's good. a shame. It's all good. 
But uh, yeah, that's actually one of my influences, Rick James, and not wow. in that type of way. His music actually is really good. Yeah. Yes. 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 If we had the clearance on Mary Jane, if I had a million dollars, that would be the intro to this. I've. Dang, I I feel like I'm missing out on a lot of artists here. Oh my god. I've, I've I know never a couple. Rick James. What? No. What? I mean, I've probably I've definitely heard like. Should we play him right now? I don't think that's. I don't, that's I don't, probably not. That's okay. probably not a good idea. Okay, bad idea. Being a woman in podcasting is hard, y'all. <laughs> yeah, St. Louis culture very unique. Hey, yeah, I heard talking earlier. I was talking mess on our on our pizza. Well, I so. love being here. I think that there's a lot of great food at multiple price points, including affordable. Period. But. When it comes to that St. Louis pizza, cracker cuts, some special cheese that starts with a P, it's not provolone. And then what's your sauce? Like ketchup. It's like ketchup. So think about all that on a saltine. A saltine. Does that sound appetizing to y'all? And a lot of St. Louis people I can't are tell how, mad right now. How literal, are you, how literal are you being? No, it is a saltine crust. It is a cracker crust. Saltine, like, flat like cracker. I like the crust. I like the pan Do you think we should but go to sauce, emos after this? But the sauce, depending on where you go, might be different. Because there's some shitty emos out here. You probably had shitty emos too. Wow. But it depends. Because there's a couple other spots like Cece Workers I like. There's a couple of good ones around the city. And it's uh, St. Louis Pizza and Wings. They got their own style. Oh, Savage Yard. They, Savage Yard, they do three types of pizza. On Hampton. Is regular one? Yeah, of course. They got they got a hand toss. I I'm picky on hand toss. Huh. I can't eat everybody hand toss because some hand toss be absolute trash. Cause it's like too doughy or something? Yeah, too doughy, too soft. I like crispy. Yeah, I like my pizza to be has some type of crisp to it, you know. Different strokes for different folks. Like I like my pizza well done. Oh god. That's that's not a word I've really ever heard describe a pizza. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't like pizza when it's too soft and too chewy. You know, that's not really my that's not really my bag. I don't eat things that aren't well done, though. I do agree with that. You know, like I'm not a big steak person, but if I'm going somewhere, it got to be cooked, cooked. I don't know. About, I don't know. No, this is yeah. This is this is one of the worst. This is like one of the things that like. Steak, though. I like my steak medium rare. Ooh. You keep it. As, keep it as, Ooh, yeah, exactly. it'd be ruined for you, huh? It's not that. It's, it's other levels beyond that. It's motherfuckers that's just like they should just straight rare, where that motherfucker, the whole thing is bloody and pink. I just want you know still has some juice in it, but exactly that's yeah. blood. It's not juice. It's blood. It's the flavor though. Oh, seasoning is a flavor. But blood still, is not. okay. I, I can't. Texture is a thing. People who don't a, eat well done food like the taste of blood. Okay. I don't know. I can't have a steak that's like that tastes like that tastes and chews like a brick. You know, house. <laughs> I see what you did. You can't there. joke your way out of this one. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm like not. this is actually one of those things that like we'll never like. Well done like, steak. I'll never, like, I'll never agree this. on. I, I, I mean, I have a well done burger before a well done steak, but well done steak, no. Mm, I love a well done burger. I am a big fan of things that are in burger form, like turkey burgers, bomb. That's some. That's something I'm like. Okay, that'd be fire well done, you know? That that makes sense. But like steak though? No. Not well done steak, no. Well It's just where the flavor is. Different strokes though. I ain't gonna judge you for that. I wonder what other weed smokers think about well done steaks. I've always wondered, is that a black thing? Well like people liking like well done steaks? Yeah, yeah. 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 It kinda comes from like Well done food. Just trust thing or yeah, it's kinda trust thing. Yeah. But uh, I, I kind of want to turn things back to weed. So first off, I want to talk about what we're smoking today. We got that Gary Payton. I'm not going to lie. I don't think any of us watch the NBA. Somebody could Google who he is, but he seems pretty cool. His weed, awesome. Absolutely awesome. Was recommended by JB at Suede and Delmar. Great dispensary. Happy to be in contact and relationship with the people at Suede, but this weed's killer. Like, 
I'm getting a lot of head, but like I got body before the head. So it was kind of nice because I got one, then the other. So basically, it just bodied you, huh? Basically, yeah. Yeah. Oscillatory patterns and stuff, you know? I'm starting to feel like a sine wave graph. Damn. Damn. Sorry. Damn. You can attest, you took one hit and then went on and started showing us Instagram videos for the next, <laughs> like... I told you, I hadn't spoken in two months. Oh, speaking well, of... Speaking of... Yeah. One thing we want to talk I about... I like how y'all did that. <laughs> yeah, oh, so. you're a segue! Oh. <laughs> So yeah, tolerance breaks. Any sort of ritual, routine, everything is just good in balance, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I was doing it like kind of too a little too habitual. Like felt like uh just need you know, take a break, you know. Yeah. Get back yeah. to some other hobbies. It's like a balance. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with it in itself, but do anything too much is it's too much, you know. I mean also money is a thing. Oh, yeah, that shit was heading up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel... Go through it a lot slower. The thing that, that tripped me up, though, when I quit, though, and, like, did my break, everybody in my mom had weed all of a sudden. It was just like... Like, so, right around the tr- time I stopped, I was uh, down in Atlanta with Rich and my homie Stanton and my homie Trista for a show. Uh, it's called the basement by a mutual friend. Her name is uh, Lola Lola Day Lola Lay Lola Day. Oh, if I said it right, forgive me. But uh, yeah, she she hosts this open mic at this place called the basement, and they got different rooms in one big room, and it's all like designed pretty nice. There's one room that's got like like African huts and a whole bunch of plants. They call it the African oh, room. Wow. Then they got the other room. It's kind of like, uh, like a, it looks like a storefront. And then they got another room where they just got a whole bunch of ice lamps in there. Ooh. Yeah, it was pretty lit. But the cool thing, it was like each performer that signed up for the open mic, uh, they had performed in each room. So it was like, okay, guys, just get out of this room and go to the next oh, room. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. It was, so like every few acts or so, they would switch rooms? or Every act, actually. Every act? Yeah, it was, it was nice. Um, but yeah, even then, like, Rich was smoking, Stanley was smoking. <laughs> they not peer pressure, so I didn't feel no pressure for them. Because I told Rich, I was just like, yeah, I'm taking a break. He was just like, don't choke, nigga. <laughs> I was like, okay. I didn't choke. But when I got back, went over to my friend's house, my homie Hank. Uh, you heard of Dad Cakes? No. This is company where they draw pictures using pancake batter. Oh, that's so cute. I love that stuff. Yeah, my homie Hank, he's the, he's the founder of that company. Whoa. Can we do get they like, uh, do you like order it like online or something like that? Like upload oh, like an yeah, image yeah, or something yeah. or like a pattern? I mean, or? I think they have something that's like, or like pre-made dry. or? No, it's not pre-made. It's more like they go to events or sometimes they do YouTube videos where like a speed drawing of some, one of the pancake artists like making a painting using pancake batter. But it's usually they have like events, like from like birthday parties, okay. like bigger events, corporate events, and they come and draw pictures for like people that's in like conventions and stuff like that. But yeah, I get to his house, and his wife was like, "Hey, you want to smoke this bowl?" I'm just like, "Damn!" <laughs> then his brother comes smoking a J, like, "Hey, Moses, you want to hit this?" I'm just like, "God damn!" It is everywhere. It is everywhere. <laughs> Mm. And rehearsals and after we finish rehearsing, I'm like, hey, Moses, you want to hit this? I'm like, nah, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like everybody in their mom. That first two weeks, everybody in their mom was just like, it was everywhere. Just being around artists, I guess. I guess, I guess I can yeah. imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I've reached that limit yet or if I'm around. More of the people I'm around are smoking weed than not. I think I'm getting there. Smoking weed actually helped bond me to a lot of my family. Fun fact. Across different generations and stuff. Because it's like, there's just, I feel like there's something that's equalizing about the plant. Like, you're all sitting there. You're all a little goofy. Everyone's a little loose. Like, it, it brings people together, you know? 
Like. Yeah, definitely. It's a. It's a nice place. I got another question. Yeah. Who's part of your top five? Top five what? Artists. Artists. Oh. Tough. I give you. I give you. I give you my. Dylon. 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 Okay. And um, are yeah. you gonna judge us if we don't know who that is? It, it was a Chappelle reference. Oh <laughs> Lord. Chappelle show reference. Oh my God. Oh my God. But nah. But yeah. What, what's your What's your guys' top five? <sighs> it don't have to be in a particular order. Just names and shit. Oh, that's so rough. Because I feel like I name somebody and I'd be like, Oh my God, I like them more. Mm-hmm. Big Solange person. Big T.R. Wack fan. T.R. Wack. She's lit. Yeah. But I, I feel like I'm growing. Honestly, I don't think there's one Megan the Stallion song I have not listened to. In fact, I feel like there's very few Megan the Stallion songs I don't know at least half the words to. <laughs> and for someone who doesn't remember lyrics, yeah. Like, I just love how playful she is with her bars. 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 <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Else, oh, Smino, and I love Smino before I moved to St. Louis. Okay, okay. yes, yeah, it kind of felt like a lot of people jumping on that bandwagon, you know, like what he got put on. When was that? I'll say 2016, okay. 2017. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's probably about when I discovered him. Of course, I was out the city though, but yeah, it's definitely a friend from school that recommended, uh black swan and i was like that was the album you looking up joe spotify man yep <laughs> i feel like i have to you know who i really right have been hill, obsessed man. with now who? baby tate so good and dochi those are some new obsessions baby tate got bars too i just i love female rappers so millie oh she's she so rapping i guess just naming some of my favorites um well I guess across the spectrum, like some hip hop, some um, hip hop and EDM are the main two. Um, what kind of EDM? You know, that's all. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm trying to work through. Um, One of my favorite EDM artists is uh, Green Velvet. Green Velvet. Yeah, he made the time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. Ah. It's time for the perk. But he made a whole bunch of other shit too. Like he got one called the Preacher Man. And it's a whole church sermon about like why you shouldn't play house. <laughs> you know, like said like uh, uh-huh. like shacking up essentially, like why you shouldn't. But it's like a dope ass house beat right underneath it. It's, oh, oh. My bad, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. I think in terms of what I like like listen to more day to day, it's definitely a lot more like kind of trancey, like future bass and like some like a lot of like drumming bass. I feel like it's, that, that feels like the core of what I've been listening to. List, the, the core of what I've been listening to most recently. Like one of my favorite artists is, or two of my favorite artists are Madion and Porter Robinson. They were kind of the first two artists that got me into like EDM. And then recently I've been listening to this artist called uh, her name, their name I can't remember. Her name is Sewer Slut. Yeah, uh, makes these really intense, but like. Also very kind of dreamlike, kind of hype, like super fast, like kind of drum and bass songs. Like it's like I think Dreamcore is like the genre it's mainly called. I've been loving their music recently. And then Caro Caro Benito. Um love them. But then in terms of like hip hop, I think my probably one of my favorite artists, if not my favorite artist, is probably Tyler the Creator, as far as more hip hop goes. Yeah. Um it's funny like through the years how you just like grew. Yeah, it's honestly one of the craziest progressions. When we first came out, like you were a fucking Hopskin? Hopskins? Hopskins? Uh that sounds familiar. Exactly. They came out around the same time and they both just kinda had like that I wanna say like that shock rock I mean that shock rap style. Cause you know, like when Tyler first came out, he was kind of more like really abrasive. Yeah. 
with his lyrics. Yeah. But I think to say the least. I think the main difference, Hopkins starts he was starting to get more preachy mm-hmm. as he like grew as artist where Tyler was just Tyler got more vulnerable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a I feel like it's a difference as an artist, like versus being preachy versus just like, you know, just opening up a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like gotcha. fans respect that more. So do you consider yourself vulnerable in your own music? Uh, I mean, I don't sing a rap per se, but in a way, yeah. Mm-hmm. Other times I'm like, this shit sounds cool, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that is part of like the vulnerability is just playing whatever's in your heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's with it, you know? Yeah. Especially like, uh, I'm going to play music I want to make, make music I want to make. I feel like some people get caught up in like, that's what I gotta make. I gotta make this because this is hot right now. Like, nah, just make your shit. Mm-hmm. I'm getting back to weed. Damn. Because just go full circle. Full just... circle. I mean, you can keep going if you want. No, no, it's all good. We went, we went off about, we went off multiple tangents. So I'm like, yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. As someone, yeah, someone who's trained formally in interviewing. <laughs> It's, it takes a lot of work to get people back on. And that now I'm doing this under the influence of Gary Payton. Shout out to you, Gary. Gary, you did the Gary. trick. Fucking up, Gary. But the point is, as I'm saying, it's very, uh, it, it, it's great to be able to think on the fly and like still kind of keep things together. I think at this point we've stayed kind of close to music. I know we've kind of hit on games and stuff a little bit we haven't really gotten to that topic but you know weed is like my favorite thing to talk about and you talked about your tolerance break but um i did want to know when you do consume weed what's your way of consuming are you a smoker edibles uh, i was a big joint person mm-hmm. you know it was like because it was convenient mm-hmm. and like Compared to a blunt, where a blunt is like you smoking tobacco, yeah, it makes your breath more funkier, oh. and like you wasting a lot of weed, you know. Like if you smoke blunts, please continue to listen to Moses's music. He does not mean this, y'all. I do. I mean, but you can do what you want. I'm not gonna judge you. You know, there's a free country out here. That's not true, but continue. Yeah, if you want to get out later, but I'm just like smoke the way you want to smoke. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just personally, I, I tolerate it. <laughs> it ain't my first choice, blood. Mm. Bong is close second because you can be really economical with it. Yeah. But it's just like, man, that's a once an occasion type of thing. Usually. Is this the occasion? Nah, not for me. I mean, <laughs> if it is for you. Oh no, you bringing it? Oh Jesus. Everyone's sitting here like gawking at the behemoth. So I have a flower bomb from Ethereal Souls, which does um, lots of resin, floral, um, like decor and like personalizes bombs, smoking accessories. I have a great tray from her. Um, Also ran by a, a black woman. So I just wanted to plug that real quick. Um, doesn't seem like any of us are ready to, to take that hit yet. We're going to continue on with our J and our vape. Yeah, I have this little, this little vape thing. I'm going to a hot tech, man. Yeah, it's probably the most hipster thing I own. Um, but that yes. That looks like a portable battery mixed with a flash drive. Yeah, so it's called the... I thought it was a flask when I first saw it. It's kind of shaped like a... Get in the flask. You ever see Lil Nicky? Adam Sandler? Oh, a while ago. A while ago, yes. Get in the flask. Yeah, so it's called the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> there was no, there was no ease, there was no way, like... <laughs> it looked like a flask, man. It's cool. It, it had, the break had to happen. But yeah, so it's the Mighty by Stores and Bickle. And. Bickle? Hey man, like I said. But anyway, but it's fucking amazing though. I think we said something really about cursing. Anyway, 
But the. Oh, um, yeah. Can you say fuck on podcasts? Yeah. I mean, you just did. You right. This your podcast, right? Yeah, but I, not going to lie. Me and my grandma talk a lot about weed, and she's a preacher, and I love my grandma. She's a sweet, wholesome, God-fearing woman, God's strongest soldier. But I told her she can only watch the episodes that I told her that, you know. So we're going to keep some of these maybe a little more family family friendly. This ain't it. Mm. Yeah, we want to, uh, yeah, I mean, you got to kind of went a little niggerish on it, you know. <laughs> Nigger yeah. up the place. Look, this is a forest bias initiative. Y'all watch uh, Dion Cole, stand-up comedian? Yeah, sometimes. He got this joke uh, called Manage Your Blackness. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I kind of had, you know, I kind of had to seal all the way open today, but... You know, I have to work. I have to, I have to manage my blackness at all times. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like they talk about like some coworker uh, conversation about race, and they look at me like, "What you think?" Mm-hmm. I'm just like, she has no comment. I'm gonna go over here and practice, you know. Oh Lord. Yeah. Just, yeah. Some conversations do need to be had, though, but it's just like. It's the way to. It's a way to do it, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's labor to do this. It's emotional labor, and because of the society we live in, we don't think of emotional labor as labor, but it's work. I mean, people got to be taken care of, so it's like to do something like that is the work. So if you want me to have a conversation about racism, you have to pay me. Granted, yes, I do write papers about race, but maybe you should have to pay any black person at least five dollars before you ask them a question about race. That way y'all see that knowledge. Put that motherfucker, put that motherfucker to 20. <laughs> you know, dance, uh, make her dance. Do the bird hand, bird man hand, hand rub, you know. Nice sound in the mic, I'm sure. I know, I'm like, this is an ASMR-E episode. I'm looking at my hands to see if they dry. That sound like, that sound like dry. Oh, you got some butter love back there. You got some butter love for the end. Not yet, well, I'll, I'll give you some later. Not smell good. Mm-hmm. You know I love smells. Oh, Aromatherapy. That's why weed is also just pleasant. Just pleasant. I remember there were some days where I would roll like four or five joints at once and not end up even smoking. But just like the smell of it can do something for me. Like the meticulousness of just finger chopping, stuffing the cone. Because, you know, I can't roll yet. That's my confession for... The season. This is my confession. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure, he did his thing. Yeah, I feel like I've gotten a lot more like, I guess, keen on like the different smells and stuff. Like at first, I was just like, oh, like weed is weed. Then um, now, like in the last bit, I got, um, got a few different strains, and I didn't even usually like I like, I put a little marker to like label strains and stuff, like to keep them in jars. Um, but I didn't label this one because I was like, oh, I can tell by like the look and smell. There are two that look close enough alike that I can't, I forgot from when I first got it. Dang. But, yeah. Yeah. Some of those smell like, I guess this kind of gets into like terpenes too. Cause like, I feel like some strains smell a little bit more like gasoline-y and like some obviously smell a bit more fruity. I think caryophylline is the terpene that is kind of corresponds to that gassy smell. I have no idea what y'all sound like. Like a little bit, but I still don't know what the hell y'all do. Actually, it's like, y'all, y'all sound like, oh, uh, y'all some weed connoisseurs. I see, I see, I see. Honestly, this is how I felt when y'all talked about um, video games. So, you know. Hey, man, y'all, y'all sound like I know y'all shit. This is like, I don't know. Smell like gasoline. The other one smelled kind of fruity, you know. <laughs> Just swirl the glass, you're doing sniffing. Yes. I mean, yeah, that's literally. <laughs> We're going to turp school. We're going to turp school this uh, yeah, we season. Are. We are. Y'all niggas went to weed college, okay? Stay tuned. Yeah. Hey. I'm actually looking to study weed in the future. I am a sociology PhD student looking, <laughs> plugging, plugging out there if anybody does weed research and looking wants to study for, weed. Looking they for know programs, programs, looking for programs. Yeah, we might have to cut that job out. It depends. Actually, 
yeah, I'm looking for programs. I'm looking for people to connect to. Um, but yeah, weed is good. Weed is great. Um, I think it sociologically is interesting. Appreciate. We can't take Moses nowhere. Just anything. Actually, Just anything. that's the title of this episode. We can't take Moses nowhere. All right, perfect. So I think we're actually at the end. It seems like we've covered all of our subjects. Um, but Moses, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a hoot. And I don't know why I wanted to say that word, but it feels very accurate. It's a hoot, I mean, a hoot nanny. This man here is talking about... What was it? Hippie in an eight ball? Hippie eight ball? Hippie oh eight my ball. god, a hippie eight ball. Can you please describe that before we get out of here? Uh, hippie eight ball, it's just a cup of joe with, with your bowl, you know? <laughs> you should write a cute little jingle about that. Cup of joe with your bowl. Cup of joe with your bowl. Mm-hmm. That's but, all it is, you know, a cup of coffee, you know. It can be, it can be whatever roast you want. And you light up right after that. It could be whatever strain you want. Some, some, the combo that I used to like doing is uh, smoke a little bit of indica mm. and then have a cup of coffee right after that. Specifically indica. I mean, it's chiller. Chiller. You can do with sativa, but like, I think that becomes a hippie speedball at that point. Mm. That's me. See, I feel like that's connoisseur right there. Yeah. Like, hey, you know. He knows a little something. We didn't bring him on here if he didn't know a little bit about smoking a little something, something, y'all see. But, um... What? Moses. <laughs> <laughs> Can you plug us to your socials, events, and other opportunities to connect with you in the future for everybody listening? For sure, for sure. So, it's a couple things. Um, my Instagram is Moses166. I repeat, Moses166. Is there an underscore or something in the middle? Nah, it's, it's what you see, it's what you get. You okay. A um, couple of events. Uh, the big event I got that's coming up on the 20, July 29th. Uh, I'm playing with Sammy Starr. Uh, she's one of our, one of our uh, vocalists uh, that's in the trap band, but she got a solo big out, her breakout show, her solo breakout show at uh, the Dark Room Ooh. at the Grandel, right across the street from the Fox. I'll say down the street from the Fox. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we got two 45-minute sets. It's going to be some good food, some good drinks. Pretty sure they're going to have some drink specials. Nice event, you know. And we got a little surprise for you, so. Surprise? Surprise. Yeah, surprises, you know. <laughs> I can't say it because it wouldn't be a surprise, you know. Okay. And we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode is going to be a few more weeks or possibly a month before shooting and releasing oh. so are there any other events that you like to plug yeah, if you yeah, further yeah. Out. I can plug another one uh, September 24th Midwest Avengers actually it's a day after my birthday but Midwest Avengers we're playing uh, we're doing our 30th anniversary show uh, I'm pretty sure by then we have a venue but it's still kind of up in there right now but uh, wow. yeah Midwest Avengers has been been around as long as I've been alive. Wait, how? Huh? There's just a lot of like different people in it. Yeah, I mean, it's been a lot. Of, it's been a couple of lineup changes. Yeah, playing. generational. Yeah, it's three different generations. He just had John Bandley, this nigga fifty. Wow. He just had his son, the little guy about to be one. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's like three generations. Dang. Is there like any? elements that like persist throughout or anything that they you know try and I mean like they I mean they've been a part of the St. Louis like music scene for I don't know how long but they opened doors because they used to do uh I'm not sure they still do it but they do slum fest um but I also like been in kind of every album that we had we had like a guest feature that was like of a younger generation per se Hmm. But um, yeah, three generations. We always called ourselves a uh, headbanger hip hop. Mm. What, like, like industrial or something? Or? Not quite. Not quite. I, I like. I like how your brain went there. Uh, nah, it's kind of more like you know, you throw metal with hip hop. You know. That's fair. But um, yeah, we got our last our last album that we just have been to Elvin Adore. My Spanish is terrible, but 
our latest album, Elvin Dores, uh, we kind of just changed gears a little bit. It's kind of more of a uh, more of a fusion between like funk, R and B, a little bit of Latin influences there with the headbanger hip hop. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll definitely check out all the shit you plug. But uh, do you want to plug the stuff that you um, stuff that you produce on your own? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, I still need to get around to my Spotify, but I got, I got my SoundCloud with some of my music on. Yeah, the name is uh, Sean Moses, uh, SoundCloud.com. Sean Moses. I got one of my songs called Deep Sess. It's like a funky house joint, you know, mm-hmm. kind of groovy. Is that the one you played earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. nice progressive kind of jam. A lot of yeah, nice, nice, lot of nice good ideas throughout. Yeah, it's funky too, man. Like, it's got a nice, like, disco y groove to it. That'll be a disco. It's got a little bit of that future funk vibe to it. Yeah. Then you're kind of just, what, I guess, playing different licks throughout. And it's pretty a nice, nice variation throughout. You know, it's pretty long, but you don't get bored. Yeah. And you gotta keep the area engaged while still. Repetition is not bad, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. We what? <laughs> Fried. Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. You can find Moses's contact information in the show notes. Feel free to subscribe, leave feedback, comment, like, all that jazz. You know, we're up and coming. And <laughs> yeah, you hear me plugging us. But basically, let us know what you think. And we look forward to seeing you next episode. Bye. Bye-bye. My IG is uh, Moses166. I repeat, (laughs) Moses166. All right. Thank you. Goodbye.